Welcome to Get You Fit Radio, the radio show that helps you lead a healthy lifestyle. Well, when it comes to eating, we all have good intentions. And we do well when we establish good, strong habits. Some, of course, are better than others, and some are not as good. Um, The old I will clean my plate habit Um, is one that is not that great of a habit. And we've been raised with that thought. Clean your plate, clean your plate. Um, Some of our other eating habits, uh, such as uh, always eat breakfast, is a good habit. It doesn't mean that uh, we need to change a habit if it's been established. What we need to do is be aware of our habits and acknowledge them when they are good and try to stray away from them when they are not so good. So as the summer months have rolled in, and the heat has also rolled in with those summer months, um, every single day as I work with clients, I get different questions, different requests from people. And this week, I've been bombarded with the common request of people asking me, for tips and suggestions on how to establish better habits now that the summer routine has set in. Um, Obviously, everybody's schedule uh, may not have changed with the summer, but there is a lot of people whose schedules have changed due to summer. Um, Many of us have this sudden change in our routines, whether it's modified work hours. Um, If you're a teacher, you're suddenly staying at home. Parents now, you have kids that are back home again. Even executives may have modified their summer hours to accommodate for special things such as golf or time off. And therefore, we we have to adjust for the differences in our schedule. Um, Making sudden radical changes in our schedule instantly will create sudden radical changes in our eating schedules. And just like what happened last year with COVID, as soon as our schedules changed, everybody's eating schedules changed along with them. And we regress. We go right back to eating on demand. Um, We forget about our scheduled eating, we forget about everything that we've learned, and along with that comes typical weight gain. So I thought this is perfect timing, beginning of the year. Let's talk about creating and establishing a great path for patterns, um, whether it's summer, whether you're hearing this show now and it's it's the middle of December, um, you can establish patterns and habits for eating so that you can stay on path. So anyone that knows me 
knows that behaviors will change and they stem from awareness. Uh, Awareness stems from your thinking. What we do from day to day is often an automatic and mindless series of repetitive behaviors that we have established throughout our daily routines. Um, the old famous, I got in the car and I got to work and I don't remember how I got here. Um, that is your routine. You just are in autopilot. And when we eat, oftentimes we are in autopilot. Um, when people sign up for my program, that first month is so shocking for them. Everyone is confused. Everyone is is overwhelmed. They think it is the hardest month ever. But six months later, nine months later, these members are still eating the same foods from that first month um, because it is their comfort. So, so we become creatures of habit. So permanently improving your eating habits requires a thoughtful approach. And the following things are going to help you keep them thoughtful. Um, First, you have to reflect, replace, and reinforce the behavior. And so I'm going to talk about that uh, in today's show. Um, Reflect on all of your specific eating habits, both good and bad, Um, and also the triggers um, for those unhealthy eating habits. And I'm going to talk about that a little bit later as we continue on with the show. You want to replace your unhealthy eating habits with healthier ones. And when I talk to people that say, I don't have time to eat this way, I don't have time to grocery shop, I don't have time to meal prep, the first thing I say is, well, you are eating, aren't you? Uh, They respond with yes. And I say, well, you are grocery shopping, aren't you? Of course you are. They say yes. Um, I'm, I'm simply trying to get them to understand that you're not changing your routine. We're just plugging in uh, different behaviors. We're replacing what you're throwing in your grocery cart uh, with a healthier choice. We're replacing what you're ordering at a restaurant with a healthier choice. Um, and then, of course, we want to reinforce your new, healthier eating habits, um, because that reinforcement is what is going to establish it and make it permanent. So since we are at the start of this new schedule, our daily routines obviously are changing and so do our habits. Unfortunately, with food and eating, we have the tendency to revert back again to those old habits. And you've heard me say this time and time again. Um, When I'm bored, I find myself in the pantry. Um, It's just automatically what happens. There's this magnetic force that draws me in there. I'm aware of that. Um, Awareness is the biggest and, and, and greatest starting point to this. Now, it is time to set the stage for how you want your day to run. This is something that can be done at any time, of course, but establishing a new routine when your schedule first changes is optimal because it is easier to stick to it when everything is brand new. It's kind of like that first day of school. Um, everything's new. So you might as well get rid of all the undesirable habits before they set in. Um, first off, with more time on your hands, you're going to have more distractions, more opportunities, and more temptations. Uh, Whether you are on a three-month 
long vacation from work, or just relaxing home on the weekends. You are not as busy. Therefore, you have time to cave to those cravings. And and caving to the cravings is, is actually uh, the big focal point here because you have cravings all the time. Um, but when you're bored, you cave to them. Uh, when you're busy at work, you don't have time to cave to them. You aren't, uh, you don't have the distractions. And so therefore, you can't get to the cookie jar. Um, when you have time on your hands, guess what? You can cave. So often I hear about the most difficult times of day for people to stay on track. And that is the witching hours, 3 p.m., and 8 p.m. Um, why would this be such a global issue for so many people? I mean, for years and years now, I've worked with thousands of people, all ages, no matter where, no matter where they live, no matter how old they are, no matter what their gender is. It's 3 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock. Why would it always be that same time? Boredom, distractions, hunger, these things all lead to cravings and you are able to cave because you're available. So let's talk about cravings. Cravings are the brain's regions responsible for memory, pleasure, and reward. And when we're talking about food cravings, they involve the appetite centers of the brain. Even though they tend to be separate from hunger, memory, pleasure, and reward. We remember something that was pleasurable and we recall how rewarding or delicious that was and we want it again. So let's go back to establishing that routine, but also keep in mind what I just said about those cravings and avoiding those off-track trips to the pantry. So first off, reflect on all of the specific eating habits, both good and bad, and the triggers that lead to the unhealthy, mindless munching. So first, create a list of your eating habits. Make a list of things that you crave. If this means keeping a diary for a few days, highlight the habits on the list that lead you to overeat. Some common eating habits that could lead to weight gain are you eat too fast, you're always clearing your plate, you are eating when you're not hungry, you eat when you are standing up and walking around or on the phone, which is a mindless eating behavior. Uh, you feel like you have to have dessert every time you eat. Um, or you're skipping meals, which is causing you to overeat later. So these are things that you can reflect on. Make that list. Um, and so the next thing you need to do is identify the triggers that will cause you to cave. And this is probably the most important part um, of, of today's show. Because if you cave to your cravings, this is what is going to cause you to derail. And if you can extinguish um, caving to the cravings, you could essentially stop um, derailing. So keep in mind that before I go through this list, I want those of you who are listening uh, to think of a food that you commonly crave. Um, put yourself in the position of experiencing a ravenous craving right now. And I'm so sorry if I'm, I'm 
causing this uh, for real. And if it's 3 o'clock or 8 p.m., maybe you should uh, get, a, get a snack before continuing uh, listening to the rest of this. But what I want you to do is think about the food, the taste, the texture, the smell, and the enjoyment of that food. This is the craving. It's the mental fixation. So, so now you really, really want this, whether it's the chocolate brownie, whether it's the ice cream cone, whether it's the pizza. The definition here of what I'm trying to picture in your brain is this mental fixation is the anticipation stage. Um, the anticipation stage is that happy, excited stage of something that's coming up. Um, it is the best part of this adventure and um, the anticipation of something that we once experienced that is electrifying and enjoying. We are drawn to this because we remember how enjoyable it was. So do you all have a mental craving for something? Whatever that is, think about that. Um, that anticipation is what you are craving. Um, and, and I want you to keep that in mind and don't forget it because I'm going to, I'm going to address it in a little bit. Okay. So let's talk about triggers. Common triggers for eating when you're not hungry are as follows. Going to the pantry. Hmm. That is inevitably going to cause you to eat. Opening up the cabinet and rummaging through looking for a favorite food. That's another one. Sitting at home watching television. Uh, coming home after work and having no idea what's for dinner, walking past the candy dish on the counter, sitting in the break room, staring at the vending machine, swinging through your favorite drive through every morning, telling yourself you're just going to get coffee and then you end up getting donuts, uh, going grocery shopping on an empty stomach, being on the phone, being bored or feeling tired. These are triggers. Um, and so you need to identify these triggers. Um, and so what I'm saying is when you catch yourself walking past that candy dish, opening up the cabinets, opening up the refrigerator, sitting at home watching television, thinking about food, these are triggers. And when you have a trigger, you know you are about to cave. And this is where you have to stop. So when you are having a craving, but you're not hungry, uh, we participate in mindless behaviors, which put us at risk of caving to the craving. So circle these cues on your list that you face daily or weekly on a, a, a common basis and ask yourself these questions. Um, is there anything that I could do to avoid the situation? Um, for me, I know when I get up and I mosey on down to the pantry, I will stop and turn around. Um, I've even put post-its on the, the, the door um, to remind myself that I don't need to go in. Um, I've had clients put post-its on their refrigerator door. We are, we are creatures of habit. We keep walking up to that refrigerator, opening it up, um, not wanting anything. We're not hungry. We are just bored. This is your cue that you are going to cave. And, and that is the bottom line. Um, you can avoid this because you are going to trigger the cue by stopping it. And so the note, the post-it, the uh, trigger for your trigger is going to stop you. Okay? So now let's go back to that, that 
anticipation. Um, and, and if you're just joining us, um, you are listening to Huntley Community Radio, WHRULP. And uh, we had identified a craving for something. So if you're just popping in, I want you to think of a food that you love, that you always want to eat, something that you crave. Um, that anticipation of eating it is the most exciting part. And that is because of the expectation that we have. Um, side note, that expectation often is always better than the actual outcome. And this can be applied to so many areas in our lives. Restaurants, vacations, water parks, parties, the list goes on. How many times have you been so excited to go to a restaurant because you had a great experience there and you go back and the anticipation all week long, you are thinking about that restaurant experience and you get there and it's really not as great as you remember. Um, and so, so live on that anticipation, but when you get there, order something that is healthier. This is where you can bait and switch. Um, basically, what I'm saying is the grass is always greener on the other side. And this grass is greener theory can be a game changer in establishing this new routine, whether it is summertime or just life in general. The anticipation may never meet the expectation, therefore avoid participation. Um, and, and what I mean by that is, um, let's take it to the next step, take it to the next level. So whatever you're anticipating right now, and what I'm thinking about is this really gooey chocolate brownie, and it's melting, it's got soft, runny peanut butter on top. And that is, whoa, um, I could think about that all day long. Um, I could want it all day long. I don't have it to my disposal. But when I go home, um, since it's not there, I could have a healthy choice that's similar to that, such as one of my protein uh, donuts. And I could even put a little peanut butter on top and it could be 12 grams of protein and 120 calories. And believe me, I could be just as satisfied. So replace your unhealthy eating habits with healthier ones. You can anticipate about that restaurant outing and how great it was, but when you get there, you don't have to order something that's unhealthy. Um, slip in a healthier choice. Also, minimize distractions such as watching television while you eat. And I often talk about this. Um, when we eat, we don't pay attention. And you're not really enjoying your food then. You eat too quickly and you may actually clean your plate. Instead of paying attention to your hunger cues, uh, you don't eat uh, till you're satisfied. You eat until you have finished your food. And sometimes that is very confusing, which leads to us overeating. Um, plan your meals ahead of time to ensure that you eat a healthy, well-balanced meal and stop taking those trips to the fridge and to the pantry. Um, I, I, again, talk to people all day long, and that is the very first thing I, I tell people that say that they're having issues, they're home all day. First thing I say is, 
count how many times you open up the refrigerator. And that right there usually will will stop them or slow them down because it is awareness. Um, Set that visual cue. Like I said, put post-its on that refrigerator or tally marks. Finally, if you are having a craving, replace it with that healthier one. Uh, Yesterday, in fact, I had a client share with me um, that she was at her dad's 80th birthday party and she was so excited because her mom was going to make this birthday cake that she makes every single year. And She's been pretty successful in my program. She was going to have a slice of this cake. And that was the bottom line. She wanted a piece of this cake. So all week long, she thought about it. She was having this cake, having this cake. Well, she got there and took a bite of the cake. And believe it or not, she said it wasn't what she remembered it to be. Um, And because I've taught her to only eat something when she truly wants it, and you've heard me say that before, she actually only took a bite, enjoyed it, and then had one of the brownies that she brought that's off my blog, which is made with actually zucchini, and is delicious for under 100 calories and was completely shocked at her progress. Um, This is the example where anticipation took over um, because she anticipated all week long, and that was actually the best part of it. Um, I joke about this all the time. Anybody that's gone on vacation with uh, small children, the anticipation of going on vacation sometimes is is far better than the actual vacation. Um, look around at families going on vacation. It does not look like fun. I'm kidding, because those memories are priceless. But um, the the bottom line is, Don't participate, just anticipate. And that bait and switch um, is is really the the best part of this. Fantasize all you want, but execute wisely. Um, This is is like going window shopping. Uh, You can go to Tiffany's and window shop all you want and be just as satisfied going to TJ Maxx. I mean, that's just the way it goes. Although, let's be real, everybody knows that I've done my damage at Tiffany's, but only when it's worth it. And just like if that cake was worth it, I would tell her or anybody to eat it. With that being said, save the splurges for worthy occasions. In the meantime, don't cave to the crave. So summertime tips. Develop a routine. This way you click into everything even when you aren't thinking about it. Eat your meals around the same time every day. Um, When we're off work for summer, and this applies to weekends, we don't have a schedule. Set yourself up with a schedule. We skip meals, then we overeat. Uh, We decide then that we aren't going to eat because we overate, and now we are completely off schedule. Um, I often hear, I'm not hungry. So I don't eat, then I overeat. Small, sustainable meals throughout the day will keep the munchy monsters away. Um, Never let yourself get hungry. Um, We all know how this goes. We get wrapped up with work or kids or whatever else is distracting us. And before you know it, it's 3 o'clock. And you know what happens at 3 o'clock. We become ravenously hungry and those cravings come out. Um, It's that witching hour and our brains are telling us to eat. 
Um, if we don't have anything planned, uh, we will eat whatever is in sight. And if you remember from hearing this, uh, my other shows, it's that it's that feed the baby theory. Um, just like when you have small children, be prepared. Never leave the house without some sort of snack. Um, just like you would never leave the house without food for your young children or grandchildren, uh, be prepared and have a snack for yourself. Because if you go longer than three hours without a meal, then those munchy monsters will come out and, and it is going to be ugly. Um, those triggers will take over and you will cave to the crepe. Um, and another big one is try new foods. Um, we get boggled down with eating the same repetitive foods over and over. Um, this is our comfort zone. We need to change our nutritional range. Be adventurous. Try new foods. Try new combinations. You might just discover something new that might be your all-time favorite. Just like I said in last week's show, if it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. Same input, same output. Pay attention to your food because mindful eating is where it's going to pay off. Um, being more present and making better food decisions is going to lay the foundation to the success that you need. If you get this mindful eating down, you will see how well it will pay off. So the bottom line, eating should be a positive experience if you're fueling your body and hopefully enjoying that taste while doing so uh, you will have a great summer if you want to eat a cookie eat the cookie but savor it and by all means follow my 80 20 rule because we all know that grass is greener on the other side enjoy the rest of your day <music> Time is running.